We're back on the Scare Value Podcast for a special watch-along episode. Picked out by Pete after much, much consternation. Is that it, a word? It is. Procrastination? No, no, consternation was right. Oh, and I, I did it. I hesitated for a long time, and uh, we're watching a movie. I picked it. Well, why Congratulations. Why don't you introduce the movie? I don't, honest to God, I don't remember which one we picked. If anybody clicked on this, they'll see the title before. So you know more than I do at this point in time, gentle listener. You are a wiser soul than me. What are we watching? We're you wa- tell me. We're watching the 2023 Evil, Evil Dead Rise. There you go. There we go. Or the penny Pete, dropped. As Pete calls it, Evil Dead Mother. It is Evil Dead Mother. All right. Space Lord Mother Mother. If you want to watch along with us, you're going to want to pause it. Right. You're going to see a WB logo that transforms into a New Line Cinema logo. Just like the Transformers, but like a really lame one. Don't talk over the instructions. As soon as the logo disappears and it goes black, pause it right when it goes black. And the words fly buzzing shall appear. If you have your uh, subtitles subtitles on. on, you might not. And it's in English. And you know how to read. Those are three things you must possess to understand what is happening on your screen right now. But that's where you pause it. I think you can get by with two out of the three of those things. I think you can get by with one. Go. Pete, name that tune. (laughs) That was the game I was playing, and the tune is... You forgot it already. Ah, damn. What was that tune? Mm, Down by the bay. Down by the boardwalk? No, down by the bay. Where the watermelons grow. Back Mm. to my home? I dare not go. So we're going to count down. For if I do... Count up, I guess. One, two, three, play. Then you hit play when I say play. So whenever you're ready, pause it at the first black screen after the title. After the things. I don't know why you're, why you're doing it. very you're doing. excited. All right, here we go. Listening to your directions. One, two, three, play. And now we're watching Evil Dead Rise together. Dun, dun. Now we have the classic camera through the woods shot. From but, the point of view of the evil, one suspects. Yes, that's, that's, that is what I suspect. I've seen this movie before, but I still suspect it. I did. Honest to goodness, I did think that we were sitting here watching the evil coming again, because that's what they do in The Evil Dead. <laughs> Come again. This movie had a quick turnaround to video on demand, despite being a massive hit. We did see this not so very long ago, didn't we? Yes. We did a whole podcast about it. Oh, the evil that I assume was going to get her. What is it? It's not evil. It's a drone. It's a different type of evil. <laughs> Technology. The yes. true evil. So this is our opening scene that has almost nothing to do with the movie. What are you talking about? The evil dead rise and the mother comes out of the water. That's the whole... I saw that in the trailer. That's not the mother. Yeah, that's mother. Oh. So you've been wrong on two fronts. Mm. I've seen this movie before, sir. I know what happened. So this movie about one month ago. Less mm-hmm. than a month ago. Exhales Belges. That's character development right there. This should be out on a streaming service soon, I think. It's on video on demand now, but it should be on HBO Max, I think. How am I watching it then? I bought it on Voodoo. Voodoo? How do you do that voodoo that you do so well? Shoop. (laughs) Shoop-a-doop. I was waiting to see where I was going to go, and just saying shoop was pretty much perfect. (laughs) That, for anybody who's under the age of 40... More flies buzzing. This salt and pepper theme. Salt and pepper. Don't and Spinderella. I was gonna say, don't diss Spinderella. I didn't name their band. I, that's true. We know who's the take it up with them, Spinderella. They're like you just don't fit. The it, it doesn't have the same flow. It's salt and pepper and Spinderella. No, salt and pepper. That makes sense. What if you lead with Spinderella, salt and pepper? I think she's sick. Hey. 
You want, you know, that's what we should do. We should just do all the voices. <laughs> People will love that. That would be the very best thing to have to listen to for a three-hour movie in particular. Welcome to our talk-along. Welcome to our talk-along. Great chat. <laughs> I was, that was pretty good. I, I'm in. We're going to get sued. That was They think that's right from the audio. Yeah, right? We'll do the... Uh, the audiobook. Now, does she think she's hungover, I suppose? Oh, that would be my guess. Because if someone's sick in the room, I'm not going to sit there and be like, let me read this book here. You know, I never considered that the first time we watched this. I did appreciate she's reading an old copy of Wuthering Heights because it seems like an old person book. Is it because the book is withering? It's not withering. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was a good one. Quality <laughs> jokes like that for this whole watch along. Oh, no. That was the only one I had. Oh, boy. That was a good one. You set the bar high. Oh, she's up. What's she going to do? I think she's going to be fine. Oh, she's talking now. She's saying stuff. She's saying, I think I'm fine. Oh, oh she's, she's reading the book. book. Jinx. <laughs> We've both seen this movie you before. You owe me a Coke. That's three Cokes in one day. That's three Cokes in one day you owe me because you keep talking. The rules of Jinx apply. I think I saved money on a six-pack, so we're just going to keep going. All right. Um, yeah, we both seen this movie recently, and I forgot that she was reading the book, within, which is actually a pretty creepy good idea. Within like 45 uh, days, I believe. Because anybody who's memorized Wuthering Heights is creepy. <clears throat> that is correct. I mean, is it creepier than just someone reading a book? I don't know. You don't see... Oh, wait, I was... Did you ever see any of those movies that are based on any of these books? Did you ever have to read them in high school? Like the Emily Bronte or other people? Uh, I don't Jane think I have Austin. seen any I don't believe great expectations. I'm sure such. I've seen a version of Little Women at some point. I ooh, I think I saw the one with uh, Winona Ryder because uh-huh. that was on HBO. Ooh, yeah, yeah get, I like I like a good vomit. Get the sick out, you'll be fine. <laughs> That's what people with hangovers do. Yeah. Uh, I remember many a Tuesday morning. We've all been there. A Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That Monday oh, Night Football hit you hard. So high and mighty. Never woke up at four in the morning on a Tuesday. Having gone to bed at three. I get hungover when most people do around seven o'clock in the evening. <laughs> no. Oh, ooh, that was good. I remember that. It makes me wince. What was the mo- Nurse Betty had a scalping scene, I yes. believe. Yeah, with Chris Rock. And Morgan Freeman. And who... Uh, Great not, not Ray, not uh, Renee Zellweger. Yep, that's right. I couldn't remember why did she seem to disappear for a while. Oh, look at that head, so pretty. Don't do not try at home. Or try, man. Don't tell people what to do. What are you, my mom? I am your mom. Mother. Yep. Evil dead mother. Uh, see? So you should be encouraging me. You're way too concerned for my... Why would... Uh, why is she still here? If you can move, you should run. I don't know. You know... This not, is the uh, a great opening title. Not uh, the sequence itself, but the, the titles coming up is great. <clears throat> I'll take your word for that, because I don't remember. I'm surprised you don't remember that, because it's very cool. He's probably fine. Yeah, he looks all right. He's moving around. Put some duct tape on it. So now, this will connect back at the very end of the movie. But 
other than that, that's oh, that's right. Cool. It's rising. I get it. I picked up on that. I, I see it's what redundant. you're laying down. It, it's redundant, it though. It shouldn't say rise. It is rising. It should just say evil dead and rise up, and we'll get it. And we should just take that in. You wouldn't get it. Mm, it's it's shocking how, how the fact that I picked that up, let alone anything else. So it's one day earlier. Mm. And someone's going to go pee on a stick. We've all been there. We just saw a guy pee in the lake. Now we're going to have someone pee on a stick. Wednesday morning, as I like to call it. <laughs> urinating. It, says, it said urinating. <laughs> I think it actually said that twice now. It said it when the guy was peeing in the lake, too. And this is the non-comedian Lily Sullivan. Yeah. The actress Lily Sullivan. Gotcha. Hmm. This was... She's a groupie. No, she's some sort of music technician who does all the audio stuff. I don't know. All the evil people call her a groupie. Am I supposed to not believe the evil dead? Uh, what? The titular evil dead? Oh, right. Eventually, I don't know when this came out, but at some point there is going to be... You do know when this came out. I don't. No, I mean this podcast. So whoever's listening, I don't know when you're listening. But at some point, Brian and I will be talking to someone named Martha about a movie... That has overtones of Evil Dead. That, that podcast I don't remember has never the name, I don't remember the name of the movie, though. That podcast has never Dead happening. something. Dead Stream. Dead Stream. I watched it. It was all right. Hopefully it's out before this episode. Maybe not. Who knows? I wouldn't, I'm not betting on it. So, let's talk about that movie, and we'll see which one comes out first. It'll be really boring for anyone who listens to it. So, this the is only rise. one day earlier. They just showed her... So she was in town? For the show? Yeah. She hasn't seen her sister in a long time. She's showing up. She didn't have to fly anywhere. So she was just in town and didn't tell her? I guess that must be the I don't know. implication here. I haven't really been reading the words on the screen, so I... That's the titular mother. Mm. From Evil Dead Mother. Yeah. They both build things. Here, here come two children of indeterminate age. That was something I struggled with for most of the movie. And we talked about it. They before. must be over 16. Well, because one of them has a license and the, he says, you should have gotten yours, implying yes. that she's delayed in getting it in some way. Yeah, so she must be over 16. Right. They want, you, they want to make that clear because bad stuff's going to happen. Right. But before the bad stuff happens, you're sitting here, at least I was the first time, watching it. You know, kids are safe. Kids are always safe. You don't usually murder kids. Yep. Except for all the times they murder kids. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, I don't watch those sorts of movies. Doctor Sleep. Oh, so sad. Pet Cemetery. Uh, it's a whole podcast about sad. both those Stephen King. Oh. It. He murders a lot of kids now that I think about it. The He's mis- history's greatest monster. History's mysteries. Stephen King. Brought to you by Stephen King. Stephen King's history's mysteries. I can't even figure out the ages of the, the mother and the sister. It seems like they're not that close in age. Has the mother been in anything that I would know? Uh, did you see Evil Dead Rise? No. So other, other now, this is where I was like, okay, they're introducing side characters. <clears throat> so the whole point is going to be these people are screwed. The whole movie is going to be teasing they're going to hurt these main character kids, but they're really going to kill all these neighbors. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be, you know, all the neighbors banding together. Oh, I thought it would be... Uh, slowly going through the building, the floor, killing all the other people, 
and then the kids would find a way uh, to defeat it because I thought they're not going to kill these kids. Because yep. again, at this point, I'm guessing this the sister's like 14. Yeah, that is my assumption. Yeah, she's not. No, yeah. I assume she's probably 20 something. In real life? Yes. No, she died. Hmm, that's a shame. Yeah, spoiler alert for the movie. Yeah. What if you die in a movie? You die in real life. That's the dream logic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the actors we've lost this year. Oh man! In 2023, it has been a rough what five months? Is that how long we are into the? When you're listening to this, I don't know. May how Day could be six to eight months when you listen to this. Could be, but in real time, it's May Day. Feel no, like... no family does those things, by the way. What has a May Day? Has tickle fights. You what? Got... You you and your mom never had a good tickle fight growing <laughs> up. You uh. Uh, you have these two kids. Are they ever like, yeah, time to tickle each other? As a matter of fact, we do play tickle. Oh, no. Stay away from that bus stop, Pete. <laughs> there is a rule that says I'm not allowed to from a court person. <laughs> Karate chop. See, they look like they're... I don't know how old Lily Sullivan's character is supposed to be here. They... I, I couldn't peg their ages, but I'm going to put them between 20 and 50. <laughs> no. It's back. Back again. The 20 to 50-year-olds. Slim Shady. That's his back. Because the reason I say that is because I mean, maybe she know. married young, but she's got 15-year-old, 16-year-old kids, 17-year-old kids, and she seems fairly well put together in life. Like, she's she's lived her life path. And this character... I don't believe she's 30 rocking around not still having made a, made a choice because she's treated like a child kind of by her sister. Steve Young? The quarterback? I'm surprised you knew that. Well, I, that's who she's married to? Yep. He doesn't appear in the movie, though. Oh, okay. He left. I didn't, I, uh, see, I was very confused, but I didn't know that was part of the backstory. Like 30. I'm saying 30. So the other the mother has to be... That's what I said. I guess she could be... Not that much older, I guess. Okay. I'm still proud of my young joke. I'm very pleased with myself. You? Not so much. Nope. Nope. I'm going to keep them coming. I'm hot like that. I'm going to turn this way. Oh, I thought you said you were going to turn my microphone off. If only. <laughs> well, you figure out which button that is, it'll be a lot smoother for you. Is this the thing that kids do? They cut their dolls apart? You know, I think um, some kids, and I think it's an internet trope kind of thing now. It's how the TV show Chucky starts, too. <clears throat> well, that was the Toy Story guy, right? Sid cut apart the toys. We have very different backgrounds on the things we watch. Well, it's a common monster, the the kid who cuts things apart. I didn't, I didn't see any of the Toy Stories, I don't think. You really haven't seen it? I think I've seen the first one. In I, theaters a long time ago. I've seen the first two recently and i can't remember anything about them so i believe joss whedon was a writer for part one uh-huh. joss whedon i think so too because he's the, weed in the lawn i think so too because the the uh the dog toy complained about how he was treated on set it wasn't the dog toy it was miss potato head oh mrs potato head he didn't want to call her that though I have no potato jokes. I was I was looking for one. I couldn't get one. No, but it made me think. I was going to ask you. Do you remember Spuds McKenzie? Yep. He was a dog for Budweiser. Lost him too. He had a. That was rough. <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> that was good. That one. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. 
Point to Pete. I don't know what that has to do with Evil Dead Rise, but you're welcome, internet. <laughs> now we're learning that her husband has left her. Steve Young, who used to play football for the San Francisco 49ers. My favorite thing about you, Pete, is how you love to show off your very limited amount of knowledge in a topic. He replaced Joe Montana, who I once saw play in an actual football game. That's just some information I'm imparting to you. I like to leave dead air after you go off topics. (laughs) That's okay. Welcome back to the Dead Air Podcast. Starring Evil Dead 2, Mother. This looks like the building from Child's Play a little bit. That corner brickstone high rise. The thing in Child's Play, I don't know when the last time you saw it was. A very long time ago. And I did not see the remake. This this that mother child's play mother child's play mother it's evil like, dead child plays mother child's play mother says i know you want that good guy doll but it's a hundred dollars and we just you didn't give me enough time to save up for it meanwhile she lives in a palatial estate on the I salary of a, of a i think a fragrance clerk but a hundred dollars well maybe it was like a cabbage patch doll i those things were hard to find back in the day from what i recall i've just never been able to sort out how they pay rent no, not with that $100 problem. The, the the building, the apartment they live in is bigger than my house. It's massive. I know. That's what fancy people have. I know. And she can't afford a $100 <clears throat> child's play doll. Well, maybe it was a scarcity issue. And she was just telling him it was a money thing because, you know. You're lying to your kids. Right. Yeah. That's just standard, you know, lie to the kids. In the worst way, to make them feel bad for you. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the reason. You just lie. Uh, not, what's the weather like? You tell them the opposite. You, you don't want to tell your kids. The truth. We're about to meet Ever. a bad mother. Yes, no, she's go back a great to, mother. I want to go back to the child's play mother for a second because she knows he wants that toy, and she does get him like an, an accessory set for the toy he doesn't have, which is really bullshit. But she also wraps clothes in a box that is the exact same size box as the Chucky doll, so he knows it's the Chucky doll. He opens it up and it's clothes, and she goes, "We can use them." And I was like, "This is the worst mother of all time." That's pretty rough. It's pretty bad. And she wasn't possessed by anything other than, I guess, hatred. The spirit of hatred for her spawn. She hated her kid, yeah. Yeah. You know, that part right there, that really upset me when she drops those pizzas. Right. It bothered me then, and it bothered me right now. Oh, no. Oh, the pizza. I mean, the pizzas are still good. I don't disagree, but all the toppings are all smushed together now. Yeah. They're going to get smushed together after you eat them, too. <laughs> yeah, but I like to have them delivered on the little plate that they come with, the edible plate. When it's all gooped together. I know you like your edibles. I do. All kinds. I think I peed my pants. That's not in time, so don't worry about it. I forgot what's going on. Oh, they find, the, they find the crave with the book. What did I just learn? So the earthquake was actually an earthquake. Do you know what I learned? I learned, I think I might have said it on a podcast, but I learned that Bruce Campbell was one of the voices on the tape as one of the priests. Yes. But it, and, and the director said that he considers it uh, time-traveling Ash. I take issue with that. Because of everything we know about Ash, on the tape, he's, he's imploring the priest not, or the uh, scientist or whatever it is to not read from the book. At what point is Ash able to prevent or try to prevent anybody from doing the book? All he does is read the fucking book. 
Like, it should have been his thing on tape going like, hey, I'm stuck back here in 1854, and I'm going to read this book now. Which would have paid off something we talked about. Shouldn't we get the movie where he travels back in time and sets this whole course of events into action? Of course. So you want to tell me that time-traveling Ash is back there trying to do good and succeed? No, he doesn't succeed. I guess, eh, I guess it could be him. Well, he succeeds, right? That, that was the point I was just going to bring up. He succeeds, despite it. He creates new problems, but he solves the old problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of Ash. He'll fix one problem, but give you new ones. Which keeps the franchise interesting. Keeps a man busy. So he's breaking into a vault. <clears throat> I don't know why this book's here. Locked in the vault? I don't remember. There's so there's such an intricate plot going on that I can't be expected to remember. Anything. I like that he goes upstairs and he gets yelled at for using the elevator after a, a earthquake. But... You know, she doesn't know that he does it, but it's way worse to crawl into a hole after an earthquake. Well, did she? I don't think they tell her that they crawl I know, into a hole. But it's way worse. Oh, yeah. So, I don't think it's going to stop from getting but the elevator. We don't live in an area that is plagued by earthquakes, so. Also, the mother goes in the, earth, goes in the elevator almost immediately after she yells at him for it. Yeah, but she was carrying laundry or something, I think. Hey, so. you carry those downstairs. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a scene with her carrying laundry. Oh, yeah. Well, I like that there are records because they had to figure out how someone's going to read from the book and nobody's <laughs> as stupid as Ash. <laughs> Number one with the dumbness. Now, I forgot, and we've probably already spoiled this multiple times for people, but imagine if there's somebody listening to this or watching this for the first time, this is how they've decided to watch it. What? A t- I hope they're 49ers fans. Um, yeah, I know, right? A place notorious ah, for earthquakes. Jesus. He's here too. That was I got. Oh, that's right, the Jesus jump. I think I turned to you during the movie in the theater, and I said they really missed a chance of him to fall down and go, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's a I've good thought, line. No, I've thought about it again. I don't understand how you don't have that line in there. I always like crucifixes hanging. It's creepy for some reason. Because religion is creepy. That is exactly why. Look at all that, God. So that they have. <laughs> What's in the box? Yes, yeah, this book is locked away. But it's not where the records were. (laughs) So it's kind of fortuitous he found both. Oh, yeah, they were in completely separate (laughs) rooms. He went in a different room. Well, he's a DJ. We've established that. So he sees records. He wants to put them on the old turntables. Give him the two turntables and the microphone. Yeah, we got a... Call that the Beck treatment. We got uh, a DJ, and we have a... Tanner? What what does the sister do again? I wasn't paying attention. She does some technician. Oh. Wait, what? The uh, which sister? Not his sister. Not no, DJ's sister. Lily Sullivan. Lily Sullivan. She is some sound technician for yeah. the bands. She heads the audio stuff. So almost half of our group here is <clears throat> is somehow in the musical, a very the specific musical audio arts and a technology. very specific version of it. And remember, this is an anti-technology movie at heart. Is it? Well, the drone, remember, technology is the real evil. They set it up at the beginning. That's uh-huh. called, like, three-shadowing. Oh, yeah. Who's that guy? That's a cool guy. That's a guy I assumed was going to get killed over the course of the movie, and was right, but not how I you expected. You were correct, sir. Not as I expected. This guy? You're dead. Well, he's crazy hobo guy. I expected him to last a while. How can he be a hobo if he lives in the building? You don't know how hobos work. You can have hobos who live inside places. I know the main qualification is they don't own property. Mm, 
Now, if if one took, because I have been referred to as such over the years, how would you describe me? Hobo-esque comes to mind. At least for many people. Hobo-adjacent. Hobo-adjacent. I once fell asleep in a subway car, and my family put newspapers over me and moved away, and I, no one would sit near <laughs> me for the rest of the ride. I woke up in a circle of no one near me. Uh, I don't blame them. <laughs> See, that's right. What city were you in? Boston. Wow. Why did you want to get on the rotary? <laughs> What's the deal with the rotary? <sighs> Nixon. Oh, see, now this, this backstory in this movie, the side story, I know it's in here, but she looks at the loving family together after the thing and she's like, maybe I do want this baby. And it's like, nobody thinks like that. <laughs> like, you've oh. had these thoughts before. I don't know. Oh, you don't remember what it was like to get pregnant? No, I don't remember. And I've got, I've been pregnant twice now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's two kids running around my house from somewhere. The weight you gain during your pregnancy tells me that there's a 50-50 chance. I might be pregnant now. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I guess I'm sorry to see you lost that baby <laughs> you carried for the last couple of years. <laughs> That's a compliment? That's a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a weight loss joke. Not anyone can see me. I, I love it when you explain my jokes. Well, I don't know how it translates to people listening. So, like, uh, two years ago, Pete was a big old fat guy. And uh, now he's... Not uh, as fat he's just a He's just a fat guy. They're not even fat anymore. Remember, I did nothing, folks. I changed nothing, and somehow it got better. That's good advice. That's the Pete advice and guarantee. Don't change anything. I like this book, this monster book of monsters from the Harry Potter universe. It's a crossover. Who do you think would win? Evil Dead or Harry Potter? Um, well, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead lose every single time, and Harry Potter wins every time. So Yeah, but the Evil Dead are facing people like Ash and uh, Lily Sullivan. And, and Jenny Ortega. And Jenny Ortega. <laughs> Oh, people are going to think we're so dumb. <laughs> no, it's can't. It's fact. Jenny Ortega is the star. People know that. I don't know. Is Hermione there? Sure. It's anyone you want in the Harry Potter universe. Well, I don't want any of them. Well, that's your side, so. I think that the Evil Dead would, would uh, <clears throat> probably win. So you think the Harry Potter people are weaker than... No, Ash? I think that if Deadites had magical powers on top of it, they could destroy the actual wizards. Don't they already have magical powers, kind of? They can climb up on ceilings and make... I don't think they can say Revelio and make things appear. Oh, no, I know things. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Potterhead. You're not a muggle anymore. What house are you in? You have a house. Don't even tell me you don't have a house. I'm in Pete's house. <laughs> tell me. I'm a Ravenclaw. I think I would be a... You don't get sorted into a house in the game? You do, but you can cheat it and tell it what you want to be in. Um, what, did you cheat it? Yeah. What did you pick? Which I picked all four because I wanted all four achievements. Because that's how oh, games work. Oh, you're going on through. Um, you're no fun. I wouldn't be a Hufflepuff because the, they seem very unlike me. They are the hard workers. And if you follow it, it seems it's like, hey... Yeah, the smart people go to Ravenclaw, the ambitious people go to Slytherin, the brave people go to Gryffindor, and anyone who's a useless schlub with no you know, no particular talents, come on over to Hufflepuff. I take back my previous statement. <laughs> but I will make the argument for Hufflepuff. They have the probably the most people and the most well-rounded people, because they get everyone. 
I'd be like a bad Hufflepuff. <clears throat> like a Hufflepuff who smokes. <laughs> is, that, is that good? I guess I don't, I don't remember a particular character in the Harry Potter verse, but I, I would like to see that one. I feel like I got sorted wrong. Like, you don't fit in here, and I'm like, I don't fit in anywhere. <sighs> That'd be me. That'd be me. Uh, yes. All right. I, I think I'll agree with you, though. I think the Evil Dead people would probably kill the, the Harry Potter people. Hufflepuff or no. I took. I went to the Potterverse back in the day, and I took the sorting. The You take the sorting hat quiz, and it puts you in a place. Puts you in your place. So I'm a Ravenclaw for life. <laughs> I don't like snakes, so I don't think I could be a Slytherin. That's the only reason? It, you're, you're okay with lions, eagles, or badgers? I don't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> well, then there's Hufflepuff straight out. Oh, no. <laughs> what movie is that from? UHF. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just want to point out, before we started recording when we were outside, I referenced a different line from UHF. What was the line outside that you referenced? Supplies. <laughs> I can't believe that happened twice within an hour. Unrelated. The kids and I just the other day for some reason were saying, Why are you so stupid? <laughs> Today we are teaching poodles how to fly. It's it's one thing when you get older and your references are out of date, but ours aren't even in date when the dates were. <laughs> they were never. No, but it's, we make the most absurd. Weird Al is fantastic. Oh, it's great. It? I would love to see a UHF sequel. Oh, and, I, more than anything. And you saw the... Uh, Roku the, movie. Yeah, the Roku Weird Al biography with Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter's Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Now I want to take it back and say the one. <laughs> <clears throat> No take backs. Evil Dead rules. Was he a Gryffindor? Yes, Harry Potter was a Gryffindor. Yeah. All the all the people were, except for that guy. Was he in? No. Which guy? Draco. He, oh, was, he was a Slytherin. Yes. Oh, why do I know all of these things? <laughs> They're not in the game. These things aren't in the game. Uh, these are well, just common knowledge I have. Hey, man, you once went to a no, a, listen, a book book premiere That's of right. Harry Potter. You went there early, like at midnight, and hung out with a bunch of kids. It was weird. Sitting there with your little Harry Potter glasses on. My girlfriend at the time worked at that bookstore. That's why I was there. Yeah. I, I don't know why you were there. Oh, I was there to get the book. <laughs> oh, there. I had the uh, little scar tattoo. I was, it was awesome. Now, she gets in the elevator after yelling at this guy for getting the elevator. But she's going to learn her lesson about getting these elevators, though. Well, sometimes you have to learn the hard way. That's what she don't said. Don't do it. That doesn't even make sense. Why would she say it? I don't know because she's the evil dead she's the one she's the one who's gonna learn the hard way <laughs> hey these jokes don't have to make sense you just have to say them i believe the phrase is a trigger word and hard is a trigger word no was it always in the series where the pages corresponded to the things that were happening <clears throat> I think it was brought up in the last one, and maybe it was in the definitely in the last one. Maybe in the TV show, too. Ah, shit. I, I just don't remember if, the... like, in the original one, is there a, a drawing of the raping tree? No, I, I think there might have been. Shit. That's what I mean. I don't remember. My instinct is to say no. Me too. I don't believe there is, but I think it's a really cool thing. It's so cool that it makes me believe it's always been happening. Yeah, it's a very, it's a great idea. 
to show you what story you're getting. Yeah, to choose your own adventure. Yeah, you know what? I really, like, this part's pretty cool. This is like, what? Yes. Um, this is the raping tree equivalent. Right, right. But an elevator. We gotta step it up. Again, technology, evil. See? See? Oh, yeah, you're right. This is all about the evils. Let's, let's go back to farming. Because we're out of the woods where the woods were evil. <clears throat> right. Now it's technology. Have we really advanced? Really? Well, don't they get killed by technology in the end, though? Doesn't technology save them in the end? I don't know. Let's watch and find out. Because the original, not the original movie where Ash is incompetent, right. but the second one, his chainsaw does a lot of technology. I would say technology saves the day, yeah. and then his incompetence loses the day. Yes. That is the Ash guarantee. Right, okay. I, At this point right here... It ramped up, and I, I guess I had some weird thought that maybe the mother would be alive for a while, too. So having her possessed and taken over so quickly. You had seen the trailer. Yes, but I thought maybe we were going to get more of it. Have I not explained to you how I forget everything, almost like a goldfish I am? <laughs> so what are we watching? Her ear got ripped off. Oh, man. Earring. That's a good That's a good uh, whore gag. <clears throat> yeah, it is, because you can feel it. It's visceral. Anything getting pulled out. I've never had an earring. Me neither. But it seems like it would suck to have it pulled out. Or any kind of... I have had a lot of holes in my body, but unintentionally. I've had a lot of things in my holes, also unintentionally. Don't whisper. I've been told never to whisper again. Also that I don't know how to whisper. And also that I'm really annoying. Here comes the... This is is good stuff. I like the uh, practical... Kind of like reverse uh, camera effects of... Yeah, where they do the yeah. yeah reverse camera. You just said it. You said the words, and I repeated them. I always enjoy those. Me too. There's a really bad one in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, and I love it. Because it's such a hard thing to tie the uh, bed sheet around the neck, and it has to go in reverse, so they have to pull it off, so it just looks choppy and bad, but it's, uh. it's, still, it's still better than any kind of CGI would be. But I, it's bad, but I love it because it's so purely... In camera. Right. Ooh, see? Ooh, pain, see ooh, when the bones start breaking. Oh, oh, see? Gross. Yep. So gross. So cool. No, she doesn't get raped by these wires, so she's winning. Mm, that was just you, uh, what, wish? Compared to the... Fantasy? No, it's just, it's the equivalent of being pulled by the things, just like the, the branches. But just no there, There's no, no big finish. <laughs> no, no, the breaking bones is pretty terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's not tree rape terrible, but ow. It's amazing the series has been going on for almost 40 years when it started with a tree rape. I'm trying to remember where we are. Oh, yeah, they're just waiting. We're in your living room. room. We're in my living room. Again, that's that goldfish memory kicking in. I got post-it notes all over my house. So this is, this is the uh, classic, uh, someone has to learn to be a parent. <clears throat> Right in the nick of time. That was a movie starring Johnny Depp. Shouldn't the ending of this movie be the baby coming out of Deadite? Ooh, that would have meant... Wait, why would... But she was never infected, was she? No. All right, then no. (laughs) I asked and answered. The rules of of life and when it begins, I don't know. In this series, what what their interpretation of it. But at least the dream sequence where the thing pops out and goes, No, no, no. That would be, like they did that in the uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. They do right? it in everything. Oh, uh, do that! I feel like that was the 
Every First movie, time. every movie since Alien has had that scene, and I mean like English Patient. I never saw uh, the Gladiator. They all had that scene. <laughs> <laughs> the dream sequence where something pops out, and it looks like a critter. It, yeah. My favorite scene in Gladiator. <laughs> the critter. Yeah. Coming out of Russell Crowe. <laughs> yep. No, it comes out of uh, uh, Richard Harris, who plays the king. He dies and... <laughs> I don't even know if it's Richard Harris. I don't, th- I don't remember who it was. Yeah. Well, from what we know of... Uh, is her name Beth? Uh, Lily Sullivan? Yeah. Yes, I think her name's Beth. But we know of her, she doesn't know that this isn't the right way to cook because she doesn't take care of herself no. or anyone else. No, she's a child. She's right now learning. She's like, that's how you make eggs. She's taking a seat. Look at her. She's getting closer. She can see what's happening. Yeah, she's like, how do you do this? Oh, spatula. So I got you. You got to go to Spatula City. <laughs> Why didn't we record a watch along to UHF? <laughs> well, Has it ever been done mid-movie where you just flip? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody now get your copy of UHF. <laughs> Turn it on. We'll wait. We'll sit here for a while. It'll take us a minute too. I just all I know for sure is that we're definitely doing one at some point. I haven't seen that movie. I have seen it in the last ten years. Well, in the last five years because both my kids have seen it. So I think I've seen it in the last year. Uh, it's worth the rewatch. It's good. And I know this is a horror podcast, but it's going to get done at some point. <laughs> This is. It seems like just like what my mom was like, <clears throat> just on Sunday mornings when the bills played early, mm. just hanging out in the kitchen, being a little goofy and drunk. My mom never cooked for me. No, she was drunk a lot. That's true. That part they get, but she was never in the kitchen. <laughs> well, that's where the liquor was. Well, the couch is my memory. Uh, your mom's in much better shape now. But uh, do you remember when we were in high school and you were like, yeah, my mom's got drinks and things. I was like, oh, let's get some of those. Like, no, she's the kind of drunk that we'll know. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Sounds about right. Ooh, I like, I was, ooh. Bob. I always thought that was a great descriptive way of talking about it. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Because <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about. My mom would have known too. See, that's sad. That's what makes it fun, because she's there, and she comes back a few times, and I, I'd like to think that it's, you know, the actual mother, the soul that's still trapped, being allowed yeah. to talk, and yeah. then, see, that, like, that's great. <clears throat> Pretty horrific for a hormone. Oh. <laughs> mother. <clears throat> back in the elevator. They're in love with this elevator. These people are just lazy. This whole movie, they could have left at any point. No, they say the stairwell's blocked, right? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, they opened the door, I think, right? I wish we yeah, paid more it's, attention. Yeah, that's that's why they have the shotgun. They're trying to open the to get through the uh, to the that that room will get them to the fire escape. Right. Yeah. There we go. The stairwell's gone. Yeah. That explains it. Hi. You don't look so well, my friend. We didn't keep up with doing the voices. Oh, no, we didn't even try. That was too bad. That'll be another podcast. 
That was, that was my <laughs> sound effect for that. That was fully work. Thank you. Look at me using a term. That's an industry term for you people who don't know things. News radio was some good fully work, too. That was. <laughs> so was the kids in the hall. I was going to say, the kids in the hall was some good fully vintage work. fully work. Uh, Hell in the Cell was good, good fully work. Ooh, did he not also write a book? Yeah, have a nice day. I've heard great things about. That's good fully work. Excellent fully work. He does a lot for charity. That's great fully work. <laughs> that is true. Oh, that's right. They're having the big powwow. Remember? Yes, with these characters that I'm assuming are going to be integral parts of the story. Yep. <laughs> to this point, I'm like, I know what this is. These are, right. these are the main characters that are going to die. One by one, our normal setup. And at some point soon, there's going to be a hallway scene. We're in the theater. I went, hmm. <laughs> the hallway scene. I enjoyed so very much, and I just laughed, and it's I a, laughed. It's a Keystone Cops bit. Yes. It's great. The Keystone Cops, it, you want to explain that for anyone who doesn't know what that is, or it's, we just leave them in the dark? I mean, they have the internet. Yeah, there we go. The Keystone Cops is uh, what I is my go-to form of comedy from before my time that I think is buffoonery. I go with Benny Hill. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. I've never seen the Keystone Caps. I have seen Benny Hill. I've seen Benny Hill. That's why I go, and that's why I said, "Hey, you explain it," because I'm like, I don't know what that is, and I didn't want to admit that I didn't know what it was. So I, I was think like, it's buffoonish humor. I could be wrong. They could be real police officers. <laughs> What's the Keystone State? Uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's what what a setup. Well, thank you. It's for me to show off my knowledge. No, no, for states. No, for a TV show. Oh, Pennsylvania. I found these cards in my basement, and it appears to be insults, but in, like, old English. And I'm going to call you a flotch now, sir. You are a flotch. I don't know how to edit this out. You can't swear like that on the podcast. You are a big, fat, dirty person. <laughs> that is what you are, you flotch. I am not big. <laughs> Tom Hanks was big. He, he was. He flew to the future in Mandarin. Yeah, this going to go with. We have recently learned from our foreign correspondent. 4N. 4N correspondent that uh, Big is called Fly to the Future in Mandarin. That's some trivia that you can share with your friends at a party. If you had friends. If you're listening to this, you can just keep it in your back pocket. Yep. Because that's where this podcast is going to be for a while. Yeah, probably. I might put this one out before the Friday the 13th one. I don't remember the Friday the 13th one. Yeah. We watched Friday the 13th? We watched two of them. What? And two and five. The devil, you say. Two and five. These watch-alongs just sit and wait. Like a person in so line. If, if if Martha ever comes over, it'll wait longer. If she doesn't, it might get out real quick. <laughs> yeah, so if... Uh, if you heard the, wa- not a watch long, what are we supposed to, dead waves, right? Dead waves? Dead hey, wave. How dead long, space. How long dead ago? silent, dead snow. Dead by dawn. How long ago did you watch this movie? Which movie? The movie Evil you're dead? trying to think of the, the name the of. The movie I'm trying to think of the name of that starts with dead. I watched it last night That's in right. my time. In my timeline, it was last night. It's my time. <clears throat> my time down here. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? That's it's from nothing. It's it's a misquote of uh, a movie that's not as good as Monster Squad called oh. The Goonies. Oh, 
The grossies is more like it. Am I right? I'm right. Hey, you guys. It's not as good as the concert. Ooh, I like that flying. Yeah, I like that. Now, this is the, the rise of mother. My phone is ringing right now. I've got Ken Barnes, the foreign correspondent, and now it's Kitty, the wife. Wow. Both of these people are calling me. Don't they know I have a, a, a job? <laughs> like, I'm at work right now. This is my work. Ken Barnes called at the wrong time. Right. Well, he has just said, are you podcasting now? I'm listening to the podcast. You left your phone upstairs, shaking my head. He's listening to the To Be Determined episode of the podcast, where Pete had one job, had two jobs in the same, to do the same thing and screwed it up twice. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rare feat. Well, I'd like to say it was a rare You want to talk about, talk about screwing things up. The day I had yesterday, let me tell you, buddy, I woke up, tried to get some ice. I got I, I go buy my ice because I don't have an ice maker because I'm not fancy. So I got to buy bags of ice at like 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, by the way, has the best ice. It's mm, little round things, perfect with the hole in the middle. You know Here what I'm talking about. Scene. Oh, wait. Go ahead. It's not yet. Yeah, well, what was I saying? I forgot the whole. Oh, this is a good scene, too. Mother's with the maggots now. Or mommy's with the maggots now. Yeah. I think that line is a classic, instant classic. Delivered very well. Oh, so anyway, I dropped the whole thing of ice all over the floor, like 7 in the morning, trying to get the kids out the door. Then I uh, I have cats, and they have their food and water. I went over there and uh, somehow knocked a broom down, which hit the, hit the cat's water bowl, which then flipped the water bowl upside down. So now I had water all over my floor. This better end with a mousetrap. There was no mousetrap. There was more. I think I, uh, I broke a glass on my way out the door trying to leave and knocked it over because tough. something fell into all my, my pile of clean dishes and knocked a glass down. Uh, in the garage, I knocked something into something else, with then, which then opened up and put screws all over the ground. I'm a, I was afraid for my life that day. Everything I touched turned to garbage. <laughs> See? That's gross. She's a great deadite. This is the rise of a great deadite. Much more personal deadite. I like how she takes every opportunity to tell the kids how much she hates them. Well, even when um, in Army of Darkness, when Ash's girlfriend in that movie turns into a deadite, you don't care because it's not like intimate. Like His your sister mother. turns into a deadite in the first one. He has yeah. no reaction well, to it. In that first one, he seemed to have no reaction to anything. I know. It's crazy. <clears throat> he has to kill his girlfriend and his sister dies and he's just sitting there like hmm, I'm getting up do you think Ash could take this dead I, I think Ash would yes what if Ash what was Ash's mother that, you know hmm. I am thinking would because uh, I mean, he'd always have the weapons ready that would help him because they're unprepared. But there's been this scary thing. Like, it, it, like the last few Evil Dead movies, or the Ash movies, were played for comedy. Well, Army of Darkness. So the series had those horror moments, though. Like the pure horror. So I'm trying to think of of a deadite that he couldn't beat. So I'm going to go with none. But did he ever really beat any of them in the first one? <laughs> no, but he just kind of waits them out. <laughs> we count that as a win. Yeah. I like eye stuff. <clears throat> I 
<laughs> See what I did there? I agree. I don't. I see. I got close. See, I still think that the kids are safe at this point because they're kids. Yeah. And again, we still right now have all those characters waiting, oh, waiting outside to die. Too. Yeah, she's great in this movie. Yep. She's a really fun deadite. Because again, like you were saying to your point, it's a very personal deadite. The other ones are more, they're personal for uh, just the, either the moment, because they're killed in the scene. These, see, these, these people are the ones where I'm like, yeah, the next half hour is going to be. Oh yeah, all of them being killed one by one. Yeah. <clears throat> So this made a good part of the trailer, too. They had a really good trailer. I think it's why I made all that money. And this was meant to be a straight to streaming. Yep. Yeah. And now everyone dies in 30 seconds. <laughs> it's such a fantastic scene. This is why you shouldn't rent... Bit his eye out. Oh, and this is the part because right now this is the tonal shift for me completely. Yep. Boom! Right there. That 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 for me was the moment where I said, "This is a movie that I am going to have a lot of fun with, and I'm not going to worry." You know, when uh, the inevitable child death, I guess, is good, when it happens. I'm like, it's just too fun. It's over the top. I think she's the least mature person in the house. Beth. Oh, yeah. 100%. But that's her whole point. That's her character. She has to grow because she's so incompetent. But the real strength was in her all the time. She has the uh, Australian accent she can't hide. Yeah, it does pop out, right? She hides the accent, but she has to talk in in a way where you know that it's consciously trying to not do it oh yeah 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 you, it's you very that. it's very uh sometimes heath ledger had it in his early movies <clears throat> i don't remember heath ledger oh 10 things i hate about you i think no in 10 things about you he just straight has an accent and they have to say at one point he spent time in australia <laughs> i don't okay because he can't hide it at all she's doing an american accent but it changes her voice to sound kind of raspy where it's not because right. she has to enunciate things in a way they're, this is what I'm talking about. They're just running by the, the, the peephole. Right. You get to see the, the murder of the entire hallway through the people. And it's in such a comedic fashion. Yeah, you might but as again, well put the Benny Hill theme, the yakety sax behind it. Yes. A hundred percent. That was what I was thinking. Here comes the punchline to and then it just repeats. I can't keep going. I'll find it online, though. <laughs> Let me. You're going to be surprised how little it sounds like what you were doing. <laughs> you know, we don't need it. it. The scene's over. All right. Too bad. I'm going to bring it up anyway. You got to save it for a really sad part of the movie. <laughs> So she just took out everyone else in the. This is right, this is the moment was, where I was like, "Huh." That everything was what, I expected has just been 
and again, it was done in such comedic fashion. It made me realize that this is just an over-the-top film. They're just going to hit everything hard, and it's going to be fun. <clears throat> they give her a weird through line because she takes real offense that they call her a groupie. But the real thing they should be calling her is immature and listless and, you know, uh, adolescent and not having grown up. I don't know what the groupie thing, it doesn't really fit exactly what the theme of the movie is as well. No, I, I guess they just needed a job, right? She needs to be doing something that's transient, it's, perhaps? It, it does work on the level of, it, it, it's, she is doing something serious with her life, they just don't take the, her seriously. And they're, they're labeling her as something that she's not, right? and then ascribing all of the traits and to I, her. I get that, but it seems almost the opposite of what's happening, because her character's portrayed as she hasn't taken adult steps into adulthood yes so it seems muddled to me to make her job like the focal of, focal point of whether or not she has an adult job or not right i'm following you sorry this is this is the line that we just she just did in the trailer where i caught how she couldn't uh, she had that slight accent on her it's like what is this denny Oh. And it's like that's it's just the uh, the accent. It's just not quite right. I knew this little girl would live. I thought she might be the only one, to be honest, but I, I knew she'd live. Um, at For, this like po- sure, like at no point in the movie was I ever afraid she wasn't gonna live. You know what? I didn't know. I really didn't know how far they were going to take it because it was, you know, again. Although I thought the evil could have won. Somebody <clears throat> always lives in these. Someone always does what? I'm sorry. Somebody always lives. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe it would have been the first one that they didn't. At this point of the movie, you're like, what does any of this have to do with that opening scene? Like, why is this matter? This is a day earlier. It doesn't have anything. None of these characters are in that opening scene. You know, I don't remember if I was even thinking about that opening scene anymore. Yeah. Like, I was just kind of caught up. I knew it was coming back, but I was just more intrigued here. It'd be funny if it didn't. Yeah, it's right? like, here's a separate story. It'd be funny if this story had nothing to do with the Evil Dead. We saw that opening. It did. And like, one day earlier, and they're just like having family squabbles and drama. <laughs> it's a drama piece. Like a closed room, yeah. Like family drama. It's it's. She's at the end. She's like, I am gonna have this baby. Thank you for your love and support, sister. And then she leaves, and the movie ends. And right. everyone walks out of the theater, going, I don't know what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> that's that would be a good movie. I would like that movie. I'm sure that's happened somewhere. Not exactly that setup, but I'm sure there's been massive misrepresentations that leave you befuddled. Oh, yes. Oh, so much. Ay, ay, ay. I've got our foreign correspondent saying he wants to join in, and I have to tell him that we don't know how to hook up a po- uh, audio yet. So I am texting him right now saying, another time, good sir. We have to figure it out because we don't know how to do technology. And this isn't when we can pause. No. Oh, this is where I said, oh, no. I still thought they were going to be fine. I told you, I thought the whole time, even when they were dead, I thought they're going to be fine. <laughs> like, they'll find a way. The characters come back. That's really good, though. I like the blood coming out of the nose and the eyes. Like, it's, it's those kinds of effects that really work for me. 
They're creepy. Like even this little girl should know better than to open this door at any point. Like Beth should be the one who opens it because she's dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm ascribing a lot of things to Beth, but like if you're gonna make the character that go all in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Oh. See, um, you're a little kid, though. See, I've always hated it when something's bad and then it tries the old, no, I'm good now, back on you. But it's a kid, so it's different. And it's your mother, so it's different. And it works this way. It's like, oh, no, my girlfriend or my wife is a monster. And now she's pretending she's Well, which not. one, your girlfriend or your wife? My ex-girlfriend? <laughs> no, like your girlfriend or your wife. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah. I'm trying to get you in trouble with Kitty later. But she wouldn't believe it. Hey, wait, oh. Oh. You already told her you thought a girl was flirting with you once on this podcast, and she mocked you relentlessly. <laughs> but but see, the thing was, I didn't think there was a girl flirting with you. She was flirting with me. <laughs> you can go back and, to the uh, Little Monsters episode for that wonderful exchange. I don't believe that she was mocking me. She was jealous. No, that was jealousy that my wife displayed on air. Yeah, that's what it was. She laughed right in your face. <laughs> Oh, boy. See, it's taken me like half an hour to call or, or text back our foreign correspondent. 4N. 4N underscore correspondent with a number of E's of your choosing. Yeah, they all work. Yeah, I, I just keep plugging them in. It's a great line. Nothing but a hug and a kiss won't fix. <laughs> would, your, would your... No, one of your kids definitely would. Would, would uh, Fred be opening the door if you were pulling this shit? I don't think so. No, Fred is way too smart for that. Yeah. Sam would open it because you're doing it. Sam would be in charge of the, the evil dead. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Don't open that door. You got no better. I guess the excuse is she's never seen a horror movie. That seems to be the way a lot of stuff is explained away, right? That's why you got to show your kids horror movies. Yep, it's a survival tactic. And that, how else are you going to prepare them for when the deadites attack? Mm-hmm. It could happen. And the real, reality is that kid's young enough that, like, the mom's just sick. Yeah, well, yeah, that's 100%. That's to my point. To my point, again, it's different because it's the mother. It's such a different relationship than, it's, you know, a young kid and a mom. A young kid and a stranger, it's less believable. Yeah, always open doors for strangers, even if they're sick or sick, they're sick or not. Especially unmarked vans, and they're offering candy. A stranger's <laughs> just a friend you haven't met yet. That is correct. That's what, that's what you tell your kids every day. It's not just candy they want to put in your mouth. Get in the van. See what else they have. Don't don't ever turn down a free meal. That's what you tell them. <laughs> you send them out. I say, hop in the first person who offers you a ride. Creepy dolls. I feel like there was a whole kids movie about creepy dolls, and I watched it once, and it was terrible. The end. <laughs> There aren't a lot of good kids' movies. No. Apparently the Super Mario one is not good, and I will be not only buying it, I will be watching it in the very near future. Probably many times. Oh, so many times. Although they don't play Mario. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to have the nostalgia for it, which is the only thing it skates on is, is key you know, references to games from like the 80s. 
But they, all the kids love it. Every kid in this neighborhood loves it. Um, they know who Mario is. They've played him in the um, Smash Brothers games. You know what's really weird? You know what Fred watches? The Super Mario Brothers Super TV show. Oh, with Captain Lou Albano? Yes. Yeah. She is super into that right now. And every Friday they play Link, a Link uh, Legend of Zelda episode. I watched it when it aired. Me too. Oh, I was watching. That was... Uh, it's int- Ooh, See, the girl's bad now. That's a shame. Yeah, she's probably fine. That's how I sit. See, at this point, Beth has to just start clobbering these kids with what? mallets and what? just getting away from them. See, again, I would make that argument if it wasn't family. Like, it's tough. Yeah. Vin Diesel's right. It's all about it's family. It's all about the family. It is not all about the Benjamins, according to who's that? That was a rap guy. It was Sean Puff Daddy Combs. P. Diddy? P. Diddy bringing them beats? That's Dre. Oh. Beats by Dre. Those are headphones. That's right. Speakers. Oh, that's so cool. What is that in her? Just evil? Glass. Oh, that's right. That's the goddamn glass going down her throat. Ah, That's good. That's good stuff. Oh, don't smile, you freaking dead. I I still think she's going to be fine. (laughs) At this stage (laughs) of the movie, I was still like, they'll figure it out. Well, yeah, same thing. I thought they would bring it back. Oh, that's so cool. Gross. As comes the cheese grater scene. Oh, yeah. You know what? I thought the cheese grater scene was going to be a lot. Uh, People talked about it beforehand. I was like, oh, it's going to be really bad. <clears throat> yeah. It's like I've seen worse stuff. That's exactly where I was going. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the meat hook, right? And uh, It's too fast. And that's a great moment where she catches it because you know you're fucked. But this is just one swipe. Yeah, yeah it's not as bad as I would have nope. assumed. She's really good as a deadite, too. Seems like it's fun to be a deadite. I gotta imagine, right? Beth is the only main character who doesn't get to play a deadite. The little kid's a deadite? No, I mean, of of the three oh, main... Yeah, the three main... Jenny Ortega. The, yeah. Uh, Ash was... They got she, He got to play a deadite in Evil Dead 2 and a bunch of times in the series. Yep. And then... Uh, uh, Mia Ooh. got Ooh. to play it for. That was the stab through the mouth. I know. I still that thought she's going to be fine. <laughs> Mia yeah. got to play one for a long part Walk of the movie, off. and yep. then Beth is the only one that didn't. So they didn't go back to that well. That's that's why I thought everyone would be fine in the end, the kids, because I was like, well, the last thing the mother asks before she fully turns is to protect her kids, and then she kills two of her kids. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so yeah, they have right. to come back. Like, that just seems like that's, that's the way like, the writing works. That is the mission statement. When you set that up, what is it, the promise of the premise? So she asks, Got to deliver she asks her sister to do something, and she gets it one-third correct. Hey, one out of three ain't bad. That's like 50%. That's the Meatloaf song. One out of three ain't bad. Is Meatloaf dead? Oh, Meatloaf is way dead. He didn't... Oh. Yeah. That's making face sad. Yeah. He was in that movie Fight Club. He was. He was also in uh, uh, that um, with Tim Curry. He was in that with Tim Curry. Yep. Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, Tim Curry was in Fight Club. He doesn't talk about it a lot. The Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror Ice Picture Cream show. show. Yeah, he's oh, in the Rocky Horror Picture show. show. I used to, I worked at a movie theater and we used to do the Rocky Horror Picture show at midnight. For I worked at a movie theater that used to do that. We never got to work on the same shift. We did once. I was the manager. We and I once. believe we did a Rocky Horror Picture show. We did. And we were drinking, and the owner of the theater walked in 
and didn't say a word to our beer bottles just sitting there that job was on the counter best thing about that job was we get movies early <clears throat> that people would have to put together to stream to screen the next morning for critics so we would just go get beer and it was right next to a, a grocery store we'd get beer and and cigarettes and just sit in the theater drinking beer eating popcorn smoking cigarettes and watching britney spears crossroads before it came out hopefully there's no statute of limitations on breaking and entering well it's not really breaking no you were on shift you had to put it together before you left didn't and say I, when you had to leave i also had to break it down so sometimes we just wait until the end of the evening and i would break it down after we watched That's right. it we saw the hunted to be fair we never damaged anything we just watched a movie and smoke in the theater. Well, yeah, that's not the greatest thing. I like that they tie things down. I like that it doesn't work. Help. <laughs> yeah, it's never worked. Yes, she's got one skill, and now she's putting it to use. <clears throat> I sought her well. God gave me a gift. <laughs> I sought her well. That was Mystery Men. Starring William H. Macy and Tom Waits. And Janine Garofalo. Tom Waits. Nothing's ever starring Tom Waits. What are you talking about? Down by Law. Um, the Dead Won't Die. Coffee and Cigarettes. Coffee and Cigarettes. That's two things right there. Mm. That's about all the Tom Waits. Oh, oh he, he was in he was Bram Stoker's Dracula. He was Renfield. I, know, I was going to say. That was, titular Renfield. That was one of the easier ones. That movie did not bomb. He's a better Renfield, I guess. One of his songs is in the Fight Club soundtrack. Wow, it all ties back together to something that we're not talking about. <laughs> I don't care for Fight Club. I get it. You do? Yeah. I get why people like it. It's. I like Brad Pitt. That's what I like. Sure. I've seen him in a lot of better things. What? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a cool jacket in a lot of other things. He's a cool jacket in almost everything. Yeah, name one other movie he's got a cool jacket in. Uh, Fight Club? Yeah, ooh, that's a good one. You're right. Well, when you're right, you're right. That is a good movie. I like him in Ocean's Eleven. That's Rusty. Rusty Trombone? I didn't catch his last name. <laughs> I didn't either. I think that was that's probably why he didn't want to admit to it. And it's kind of embarrassing that that was his last name. Yeah, that get the gang together. Danny Ocean and Rusty Trombone. <laughs> and, and the Asian guy. Is that what they used to advertise him as? Didn't they have something like back in nope, Ocean's 12? I think you created that racism all on your own head. No, that was mine. Well, I apologize to the world for that. I thought we got, it was like, we got everyone back. Even him Maybe. or something. You know like, what? They might have. I remember it was a thing and I was like, huh, interesting that you would go that route. I mean, it's not, I guess he is an Asian guy. Yeah, it wasn't inaccurate. How many of the 11 can you name? It's the people want to know during the Evil Dead Rise watch along. Of the Ocean's 11 people? Mm-hmm. Can I go with character names and with uh, actors? You only know one character name and you know the name of the actor. Well, it's Rusty Trombone and Danny Ocean, so <laughs> okay. that's two. All right. Uh-huh. Then there's um, Brad Pitt. Uh, no, that no, that's not going to work. <laughs> okay, so I got Clooney and Pitt. Then I got Damon. I've got a con in there. Yeah. And I feel like I've got somebody else's brother. Uh-huh. It's an Affleck. It's a Casey Affleck. Affleck. Oh, I'm going to need pen and paper because I've already lost it. It's a movie of, of stars and there, lesser lesser brothers. I cannot <laughs> remember who the Asian guy is. Uh, nobody knows his name. 
I, I think that was part of the joke. Um, at least the terrible advertising joke. Uh, okay, so I got him. That's six? Yeah. There's five more of these motherfuckers? Yeah. Oh, boy. Three of them are real easy. Oh, oh, there's um Don Cheadle. That's right. Basher. Doing a terrible British accent. What? He sounded like he was from the old country. In it. In it, not enough tea and crumpets in the lift there, governor. Your accent changes during the sentence. Oi, crikey, I don't know what you mean, mate. You got any more? I'm thinking. Um, Elliot Gould? That's right. Two more are easy, and I don't know who the 11th one actually is. That I, I like that you keep referring to the remaining the Ocean's 11 characters as easy, because yeah. I don't even remember. Once you hear the names, you'll be like, oh, that's right, that, that's easy. Uh, it's not Matt Damon. It's not the... All right, hit me with them. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac, goddammit. Yeah, easy, isn't it? Yep. And the other one is the old guy who was uh, Mary Tyler Moore Show. The old guy who was Mary Tyler Moore Show. He played Saul, and he was the... Oh. Oh. Like legend. No. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking up Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, find out who that 11th one is. I'll find out who... All right, let me find it. What's happening on the show? She's she's tied up and it did not work. <laughs> His name was. Fuck you, so good too. Oh, I got it. We were way out. It was Dean Martin. Oh God, you're in the wrong. Sammy Davis Jr., <sighs> Frank Sinatra. We were way off. Is Peter Lawford in there. Hey, yeah. All right. Buddy yeah, I, knew, I knew one of those. <laughs> Angie Dickinson. Oh, is Julia Roberts the 11th one? Does that count? I think that was the 12th one. That's what right? I'm saying. They is needed... that when she officially joined the crew? Isn't that Catherine Zeta-Jones? I don't remember her being in there. She's in the 12th one. Oh, no. Not the brother. You didn't do it. You didn't actually look this up, did you? No, I'm working on it. But I'm missing the cool stuff in the movie. Does it give Rusty's last name? They say it's... Oh, they misspelled it. It says Rusty Ryan, but they meant trombone. That's a terrible name. What? Is it Rusty Ryan? That's just... That's a lazy name. I'm a Rusty Ryan. This is a good part of the trailer, too. The trailer did put a lot of the good parts in it. But there were a lot of the good parts that were in the movie itself. Carl Reiner. That's what it is. Carl Reiner. But I can't figure out who the 11th titular 11th is. Hey, if you want to look it up on your phone at home, you can try to and call it in, because I don't know that we're going to find it. Livingston Dell, played by Eddie Jemison, is listed as one of the 11th. I don't know who this person is. Oh, yeah, he was the nerdy guy. Oh, yeah. All right, we did it. I remember him. He was sweating. Yes. And he had to beat the lie detector test, and he had like a uh, thumbtack in his heel or something. But or they, had a, they had another 12th person working with them. The big bully guy was working with them, and he was getting paid. He's not part of the crew? <clears throat> no, he was He was just a one-off. He does not split their riches. He got some of the riches. He doesn't get as high a percentage, but he got some of it. The richy riches? No cameras in here. No cameras in here. Don't want anyone to see what goes on in this room. Oh, I see. Good old Clooney. Danny. <laughs> I just think into it. <laughs> Remember Chumba Wumba? 
they said, oh, Danny boy, Danny boy, next door. Oh, I whispered, game over. Oh, no. <laughs> it, and it was immediately. And you know what? It was fucking terrible. <laughs> I was going to go into tub thumping for you. There's no whispering in tub thumping. Oh, that's why I had to uh, self-impose that edit. Like she smells the baby. That was, yep. See, it'd be funny. She's like, congratulations. <laughs> that went back to pest. He's going to be a little soccer player. Unfortunate bastard baby. Those are, those are solid lines. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like how every chance she gets to tell these kids how much she hates them, she tells them. <laughs> That's good stuff. We're going to get the Dead by Dawn part soon. Right. Which is maybe my favorite part of the Some movie. of the callbacks to the originals. Yeah, the ones that work early. Mm-hmm. The Dead by Dawn one's my favorite. A lot of them work, though. They really, I, I was surprised. It's just that one that doesn't. I don't, you know, you don't have to do it, though. I think this movie could have stood on its own merits. I think people have certain expectations. It, it, it didn't hurt, but more often than not, I find that callbacks are not done well. No, I've called you before. Your callbacks, they don't come, so they don't go well. Ken Mars is going to say the same thing. Oh, he's back asleep now. What's it, 12 hours away? I don't know. He, he's I ready think, for bed. I think he works a second shift. Mm-hmm. I don't know how things work in foreign countries. 4N. 4N countries. It's like the 4H club, but for overseas. For N's. For N's. What? Oh, the hallway. I saw her. In the hallway. This is, yeah, the Dead by Dumpers. Cheerio. What was the other callback that... I know the one that doesn't work. There was a third Come one. Come get some... Oh, yeah, that was the one you... Um, Dead by Dawn, Swallow Your Soul. Swallow Your Soul. She already said that, I think. That one worked. This one worked. The Dead by Dawn one works real well. Because I wasn't expecting it, and it's just, like, the best callback they had, because I think it's not the one of the ones you expect. Well, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, creepy chant by all the dead things. So you've been in charge of these kids for about half an hour. You've already lost two of them. You're going to be a good mom. Good old 50%. The mom, the real mom, kept them alive. Many years. 16 plus years for two of them. But we don't know if she had any troubles. You couldn't from, keep them alive for 16 minutes. Oh, we, also don't know that, for stuff. we also don't know for sure she didn't have like seven or eight other kids. Her hit rate might not be any higher. That she started with. Yeah, we don't know her backstory. Did we ever, in this movie, do, are the other floors ever brought up? Just that the person that shows up from the beginning is on a different floor. Right. That's So aside from that, we assume everyone else ignored all the sounds of running and stomping and... Shooting. Yeah. It, yeah, as you do. <clears throat> well, it is a big city. Who are they? I think L.A. is what we established. Did we? Uh, the news report said that there was uh, a 5.5 earthquake in Los Angeles. Hmm. I believe that's what it said. I felt like it was Chicago for some reason. I thought it was New York, so what the fuck do I know? I thought it was that Flatiron building in New York. That's good stuff. That's that's some good classic. <laughs> that's some good classic Evil Dead hijinks. <laughs> yep. That's that's actually some Evil Dead 2 hijinks. Arms out, flying at you. Leg shot off. Falling over. Then you gotta hop around. Yeah, that's some Evil Dead 2 shit. Mm. 
She's going to have some real trouble if they get into an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> Why? It's going to be hard because she only got one leg. Huh. She's going to have to jump up and kick and land. I bet you I could do that. I bet you couldn't do it I with bet two you, legs. I, <laughs> I bet you I could stand on one leg, jump up and kick somebody and land back on my leg again. I mean, I don't know if I'd hit the butt. I mean, it's just an actual bet we can make because I've got good money you can't. Hmm. <clears throat> Perhaps we'll try after this movie. You stay away from my butt feet. I can't believe how many times I have to say that on this podcast. Oop, is this the part? It's coming. <laughs> it is. It was. I think my favorite part of the movie was this because I really just, just enjoyed it so much in the theater when this started. Because they're all fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, here it comes. That's good shit. This is good stuff. I agree. I, I like that part so much that I held off from saying what I wanted to say because I wanted to watch this. But when you said, it's coming, I wanted oh, no. to say, good for Pennywise. Oh, well, that's not where I thought you were taking that. No, it was not. But I was like, look at this part. I like this. I don't know why, but that just tickled my funny bone. The Dead by Dawn stuff that it's prolonged there, it just kicks off the climax perfectly. It, yep. just, it feels like with just words and seeing all those dead bodies come back, obviously, it raises the the intensity and the stakes of it like tenfold. It's perfect. It's a perfect oh, moment. Yeah. It is. That is the transition into your third act. Yep. Complete with change in scenery because we've entered. Yep. We literally entered the third act. I wonder if they. I wonder if every. No, she she starts starts with that flash, but not flashback. Oh, which starts with her. And I was gonna say. I wonder if every act starts with somebody in that elevator. Oh. Oh yeah. I don't know if I don't know that, that we start with Beth and uh, peeing on a stick, not uh, getting out of the elevator. Right. They, it's a missed opportunity because you could have started all three acts with somebody in that elevator. I like this. I think you know the elevator filled with blood is. Oh, it's great. It, it's cool. I feel like it's a thing, right? Have we, we seen it? We've seen it in the Shining. Yeah. Is well, we saw the yeah, we saw the other side of it in the Shining. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's true. The. Um, yeah, we never saw the elevator fill up. That would have been crazy in 1980. Right. Um, the same year, Scream 6 and Evil Dead Rise, you know, both long into a franchise sequels, changed locations in a big way. And they oh. both worked out really well. Oh, that's right. That was right now, this year. I mean, I say they, I say that's a big deal for Scream. They, they, there was one set in L.A. So, like, setting yeah. it in New York isn't like, they weren't all set in Woodsboro. In fact, only three of them were. Yeah, wasn't part two set in their college town? Yeah, I don't even know where that was. Woodsboro. It was in West. Windsor, but I don't know. Windsor to me is Ontario, and I don't know that where they were, so I'm guessing it's in that part of California. Windsor to me is a knot. It's one of those things that's funny. They sold a lot of it on, like, oh, he's going to the big city. It's like the third one took place in Los Angeles. The bigger city. I know. It's like, that's well, not bigger than New York, but it's like, well, we've had one of these in a big city before. But it worked because I didn't think about it until right now when I've seen the movie three times. Bright Light City? And this one takes it bigger change, takes it out of the, the woods. They should do a scream in Las Vegas. Oh, look at that. I said that, but where did the third one take place? Mid, mid Medieval times. <laughs> so I'm just dumb. This, this marketing works on me. I think they're like, oh, we changed locations for the first time, except one of them took place in the past. And one Not of them, in the woods. One of them took place at a theme restaurant. Medieval times. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I, use that, I use that fucking joke on you during the Evil Dead Week podcast. Did I tell you? And now I got gap of my own getting. Did I tell you about the the waitress at the medieval times? Oh, well, I'm guessing she was 20 to 50. She was 20 to 50. And, uh, I was, uh, she was flirting with you. Uh, well, of course, right? So I was there with my mother. Yeah. Who's 20 to 50? Who was 20 to 50 at the time. I can't remember how old I was. Let's say 16. Somewhere in that age range, right? So we're there, and I thought it was medieval times, uh, right? So you were on the edge of 17. <laughs> it was a very good year. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I didn't look at the record. It's a song. I don't, I don't know the song. It's a Stevie Nicks song. Hey, you know who, who Fred likes a lot? Taylor Swift. Oh, well, I hear she's not alone. I, I said, you got to talk to Uncle Brian. He really likes Taylor Swift, too. And you know who's pretty good? Taylor Swift. I've heard a lot of songs. Her, her, her songs, she writes them all, too. Okay. Does she? Good. I, oh, yeah, I knew that about her. Oh, my gosh. And then they get in my head, and I'm singing Taylor Swift songs all day. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that for about 15 well, years now. I'm, I'm new to the game. I'm new to the... What, what do we call ourselves? Taylorettes? Swiftonians? Uh, we're Swifties. Swifties? That's what that's what we're called? All right. Um, I've got to let you get back to your medieval time story. But uh, oh yeah, it's I easy to so. learn her lyrics because her words are just going where your heart follows. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I can't think of them right now, but there was one song in particular... That I was walking around singing, and Fred would just smile and laugh. What's your medieval time story? Oh, right. So it, it came by, right? And uh, <clears throat> we Pennywise? after after yeah, yeah, Pennywise walks by, he gets speared by a knight on a lance. Medieval times, if for some reason people don't know, it's you go eat and pretend it's no. You know what? Go watch the Cable Guy with Jim Carrey. There's a scene in that. You'll get it. So where was I? Oh, so she comes by at the end, and she's just shaking everyone's hands in your big, you know, arena seating. And I thought it was medieval times, and that we were meant to kiss her hand. Oh, no. And I did, in front of my mother and my little brother and all the people in the arena. And she said, ha, 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 ha. And then my mother and her had a good laugh. And then uh, I went on with my day. The end. Didn't traumatize you at all. You bring it up 30 years later. I just thought that was an interesting tidbit to share. I'm perfectly okay with it. And that woman became your wife. No. That was Kitty. I don't know who that woman was, but I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Well, she was 20 to 50, and it was 30 years ago, so she's probably dead. She's probably 20 to 50. Yeah, that's probably right. I like this fight. I like this monster. Yeah, I didn't see Color Out of Space, and you told me it's a similar idea. Yeah. But so when I saw those children just climbing back into their mother, I thought, first of all, what an awesome idea. And then when the thing starts coming out of the shadows, it's like, this is amazing monster work. The color, yeah, yeah. The, the Color Out of Space monster was not nearly, it wasn't so active. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was done more the body horror kind of thing. Because when you see this in the smoke, you see the different hands on the floor. I was like, this is great. I like this monster a lot. Surprised that it wasn't in an Evil Dead kind of, not Evil Dead, uh, one of the Resident Evil movies. They like to put yeah. a lot of weird monster body. And it's biochemical stuff, too, so that makes sense. Yeah, surprised that they're in a game, sure. Right, yeah. but good for them. I could fight this thing in a video game. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, that's a good final, final girl. girl. Yeah. Jinx. Oh, no, that's four. <laughs> Got to get my six-pack out of you. You're going to get me when I do the plugs. <laughs> plugs? I don't remember the plugs. You're going to survive. 
Oh, no. So you've killed two of the kids, and you've lost the third one. It's good work. It's good mother work. This movie should have actually ended with her saying... Mm, Technically. uh, Technically, we don't know if... She might be two, though. It's four we're starting with. She's got that kid in her. She should be... That's true. We don't know how the state of that kid... Yeah, that's the problem. Ooh, see, just the white eyes work on those little babies stuck to the mom. The... uh, this movie should end with, with her saying something like, I want to be a good mom. And they're going, the kid going, no. <laughs> I don't think so. You've I, lost, you've lost two, two or three of us. I thought for a minute that they were going to kill her and put her into the... Um, weird choice to have that like GoPro camera. I like. was going to say. It's weird. Is that the only time they do it in this movie? Yeah, I think it is. It's why it's so weird. It's jarring. Yeah. Was just, it, I don't understand the perspective of it, whose perspective that is. I'm wondering if there was more of that throughout the film, and none of them... Here's the line that doesn't work. Yep. I don't... Ah, oh, we should have paid attention. All right, everyone, we're going to rewind nope. it and go back and watch to see what she says before the line. And she says, and she says hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Oh. You want, you want this girl back? No, I think what she says is... No, I'm going to keep her. I think what she says is, do you have oranges over there? Oranges. And she says, yeah, come get some. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Then it makes sense, actually. I, I forgive it. it. It's not, it's just that there's no conviction in her delivery. And it's not the right setup for who says, who who she's saying it to. It just didn't, well. If if the, the through line of the movie had been her inability to accept that her sister was dead, it would have worked better. But she accepts immediately this is this is shit going on. It's not her sister anymore. So if this was the moment of her realizing, like, you know what, we're not I'm not your sister, come that would have worked better as a payoff. There's nothing built to pay that off. That's just pure fan service. Okay. Yeah, well yeah. Well, it makes me wonder if all of that, all of that, there was like a whole bunch of parts of that GoPro angle and maybe I was gonna was I was gonna bring back the GoPro thing and say what she said to her before she said, Come get some are those GoPros attached to your head? Come get, said, some. come get some. Fade it up fade off everything. Except my college debt. It is weird there's just one shot of that. Yeah. Maybe it's... I mean, there are shots of her in the same kind of frame like that, which mostly face. So maybe maybe that's just meant to show the movement. It didn't work right. You know? <clears throat> maybe. This is it, great. It this, really monster, this monster's great. Why is this thing down here though? I think we I asked you this in the theater. Just oh. a convenient uh Yeah, convenient murder tool. That's cool. I mean we go back to the chainsaw thing. It's not set up as well as I've seen in other movies. Right. I did like the uh I mean, it's not as set up as poorly as why the guy across the hall in the ladder and the uh Scream Six has a ladder in his apartment because I still don't understand that. I thought he was a painter. That was his trade. I'm not joking. I thought he was a painter in Scream 6. That was his thing. Not a bit, just an idea I had. I think he's going to be the killer in Scream 7, I've decided. Oh. I think they got to fi- figure something out. I still think it's going to be the Fonz. And then we're going to see a flashback to him, like, helping, but also not being let in. He's another brother from a different mother. Oh. I liked that I thought that they would use the chainsaw, the weapon of good, and to kill the little girl for a minute. I was like, oh, ooh, that would be that would be tough for me as a chainsaw fan, aficionado. Ooh. Meat. It's what's for dinner. It usually is. Yeah. I had a salad. <laughs> I like I like 
disembodied heads. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? It didn't have the guts. It didn't have any body to go with. Oh, mine's good, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think I've heard that one before. Fred's going to ask you that joke, and you tell her your version, or your answer, and she will not understand. <laughs> and you'll watch her little head explode, and it'll be pretty funny for you to get her back for always asking, why are you here? I watch a lot of horror movies that metaphorical, right? I just watched the head explode literally as you were saying that. <laughs> yep. It's the closest we've gotten to commenting on the movie. That was very good. Perhaps that's that old subliminal messaging you hear so much about on the telly. Because I'm British again. <laughs> Oi, welcome to Hogwarts. Oh, it's just an advertisement, isn't it? <laughs> I do believe it is. Yeah, I like, come back now, you hear? What I like about my British accent is that I know it's terrible, but I'm pretty good at pretending I think it's good. Arr, I be having a southern accent. Oh, he's Irish now. That's where I hid me gold. Me leprechaun gold. You want gold. me pot of gold, mate? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we are. Very close to commenting on the Evil Dead Mother. I should take that with you. Oh, she does. Wait, I remember this. She heard you. If she hadn't taken it with her, do you think that the girl from the beginning slash end of the movie could have survived? No, because... Is this, like, is this her damning everyone else? Yes. In an ash-esque See, way? this is her accepting technology, and by embracing it again... You just said the technology was bad. It is bad, but by embracing it, she dooms everyone else. She works in technology. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, she you're took right. it. She left it. She's, you're right. Goddamn technology. We need it So this one's survive. saying that you got to go live in the woods. Yeah, I guess. But then the opening is in the woods because she brought it back into the woods. Yeah. Into the woods, man. I remember. And that's, that's a musical. It was. I never watched it. I think the kids did. People really hate James Corden these yeah, days. Yeah. And everything I understand, I don't know if it's true or not, but he sounds like a real D-bag. I know. That's right. This is the other floor. And in the theater, I said, oh, yeah. I know, right? She walks out and is like, oh, yeah, there was an opening to this movie. Right. I remember the such this girl from such films as the beginning of this one. I don't believe you remembered it. I did. I did. So is this a different elevator? <laughs> oh, no, that's right. It doesn't work. She has to walk down the stairwell. So she can get to the stairwell. I thought the stairwell fell apart. Oh, it was a different stairwell, perhaps. Wait. Well, I don't know. Are, what floor what are they on? Maybe it fell apart. Above? Yeah, maybe she's uh, fine for five. I think it told us what floor they were on. It must have, because they just wanted to tell me this was five. So it has to have told us what the floor the other ones were on. I just, I, I'm going to guess they were at the top. I'm going to guess they were on the first floor. And if they had just opened a window, they could have solved all their troubles. And three floors or less, they should have jumped out the window. I have a one floor or less rule. Uh, one floor can be dangerous. But two floors, you're safe. I watched a guy jump out of the second floor in the movie Deadstream, which we're never going to talk hey, about in this Dead podcast. Deadstream. That was the name of the movie. I couldn't remember. The movie we're never going to talk about in this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm saying we should talk about it on this particular podcast. Uh-oh. So she's leaving technology, though. So explain that. She's about to get out of the car. They could have saved her. I don't know. Let's find out. Let me watch. Let's see what she does. How will technology betray her? Well, we got to watch the movie now? That's part of this? Yeah, I know, right? All right, so she was in technology, which was shielding her and keeping her safe. 
But she saw a fan to your car. Oh, I think she's going to steal the car. A bloodier car. And it, it drew her. She's like, oh, so bloody and beautiful. That's a normal. That's how they react when you're excited, right? What is what? she doing? Oh, she used a phone. Why does she have a phone? That's technology. That is technology. One problem is they made her sick, looking sick and, and dead-eyed like in the beginning, so it's hard to even put together that it's her without them having to do that conversation about like, oh, yeah, we're going to meet up now so we can go to the, the lake. Yeah, that's true. Because like, you didn't look like that. You looked already sick and dying. Lee Cronin. Good job, Lee Cronin. Ominous music playing. You made a good movie. Hey, produced Rob by Robert Tappert. Bruce Campbell. And Sam Raimi Fosolatito. And people, other people. And this guy. Do you like my scale? And his friend Dave. Sofolatito. Ooh, two more executive producers. I don't know what that means. Line An executive producer. producer, a line producer, a director of photography. I don't know what anyone does. Ooh. New he designs production. He edits. I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> he, he I know what music. music means. I know what costumes are. And I know how to I know what designing them means. I, I understand what a supervisor does. Mm. These all seem pretty self explanatory. These are all right. There's gonna be one coming up where it's like, what the Yeah, I, I got, got it. it. I got it. I ever yep. tell you I I, I seriously ca- consider I being a stuntman? I, I watch porn. What? Did I ever tell you I seriously considered being a stuntman? You can say those words, but <laughs> I looked up stunt schools in California. I remember I was I was in your life at that point. Yeah, I was going to be a stuntman. Yeah. <laughs> I just missed it then, the same as I'm just missing it now. I still could be a stuntman. I can go back to school. I I think yeah, you can you can stunt uh, school double for all those big stunts done by sixty and seventy year olds. <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell you, I got a new idea for a script, and I guess I can't Harrison say it Ford need a stunt double. No, he does his own stunts. It's like landing part. planes poorly. And breaking his leg walking under the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> uh, Good work, Sam Hunt. You were a lighting assistant, and you did a fantastic job. I wonder if he's any relation to Mike. I heard that he was. I don't know what any of these jobs are. Junior set designers. That just seems belittling every day you come into work. Yes. We all do the same thing, but I'm the junior set designer. There's somebody called the prop buyer, and I thought it said poop. Swing gang. Poop buyer. What is a swing gang? You do? know exactly what a swing gang is. I was going to say, there's no, I didn't see a swing, so the only other swing I can think of. Well, there's the dance, or there's the lifestyle. Take yeah. your pick. Which one do you think it is? I know which one I think it is. I think it's like the swing that was in your backyard. That was the one I thought it was. And by that, mind I, and by that I mean anal. Well, yes. <laughs> Out in your backyard, yeah. you got to hang up one of those swings. It's one of those euphemisms that I've heard so much about. I looked at a house once. And Ooh. In, in the end, <laughs> I, I stood outside and I stared at it until the people asked me to leave. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and listen to these things from the beginning and see how many sentences you start with something that could just be a child observing something. Because <laughs> that's, I feel like that's not the first time I've, I've wanted to laugh in the middle of a sentence. Perhaps I view the world with childlike wonder. I stared at this house once. I did. And if you don't quickly continue, it just becomes like when your kid talks to me. What? At band camp? I forgot my point with that story, but I did stare at a house probably more than once. I watched a movie one time. It was called Mother, and it was... Evil Dead Mother. 
It was evil. So evil. Jim Gaffer. <laughs> My favorite comedian, Jim Gaffer. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Best boy. I always, I always like, I know that that is a position, but I always like to think it's... <laughs> oh, it's always, a position, all right, the best boy. <laughs> I always like to think it's just an award that came out. <laughs> Giddy makes me get into the best boy position every Thursday night. She was a yoga instructor. She was. Uh, I like to think that it's just an award they give out of the set of every movie, and I just yeah. like to think good for that guy. Right. It's just, who you knows were, what his actual job was? He, no, but he was the best boy. He was the best boy. I have two I have two best boys at home named Drax and, and Cooper. Agent they're, Dale Cooper. They're the best or just boys. Agent Cooper. Uh, one is Drax the Destroyer, the other is Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper is a Which is incorrect. He should be special Agent Cooper, but But no, he's, he's just been, Agent Cooper. He's just Agent Cooper. I've I've met this dog. He there's nothing special. Well <laughs> no, he's special. Mm, all right. I think he might you might need to rename this dog. He's special. He is certainly special. Oh boy. Oh, boy. Is he still around? I haven't seen him in a while. Who? Coop. I haven't seen him since I got here, so who knows? 50-50. <laughs> he was a very round boy the last time I saw him. Oh, he's bigger now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But he's the best boy. Yeah, he's the best boy. Take that. Is that say egg VFX? Oh, I missed it. It's still up there on the screen. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I, always try to, I always try to cover it. You always come back from Finally. Life. Finally, it's been found out. Your secret revealed to the world. I'm just really good at deciphering pictures. And when the pictures go away, I don't know what to tell you. That's... Oh, I want to tell a quick little story for this before this uh, credits end uh, about how little I read and how incapable I am of reading, but how good I am at bullshitting. When we were in 10th grade, do you remember reading The Color Purple? No. We were in English class together, and we had a 20... History. A 20-question uh, pop quiz on the book. I had, read, I had never opened the book. Pete had read it because Pete reads, so it's not hard for him. But hard it was for better. Him. And uh, 20, just one answer, one sentence answers. And I just, I'm sitting there and like, I have no idea what it is. So he gets up to sharpen his pencil and he drops a little cheat sheet on my desk with 21 word answers to give me steering in the right direction. And when we got our test back, I got a 20 out of 20 and he got an eight. I don't have time to answer <laughs> questions. I read the book. It's one of my favorite uh, high school stories. Yeah. And that's why learning is stupid. And look, look, kids, you can be like us, <laughs> sitting in my living room watching a movie. Yep. And the movie is now over. Success. I hope you enjoyed our Evil Dead Rise watch along. WB. For- I hope you gleaned a lot of insightful uh, knowledge about the movie, um, a lot of trivia, tidbits, things you may not have heard. I was going to say, of, of the three we've done, the other two are very sensitive to watching the, uh, the movie. This one I always just put out as... A regular podcast because I don't think it's important that you watch the movie, except oh, for that one time I got the sound effect that went. <laughs> I think it is very crucial Oops. that if you want insights about this movie, I this is what happens when you watch a movie. Close caption. I'm going to turn your close captioning off this time because I forgot to last time and I felt bad. Oh, that that, that drove us insane for months, many moons, many moons, <laughs> in this many house. moons since I fixed subtitles. TV talk, little one, he say good, good leave, little girl angry, so angry. I don't know what, how that's offensive to me, but I know that it is in my soul. What you just did is offensive. That was my French accent. I don't think, I think you were doing Native American and I don't like it. That was French. That was absolute France. You know what? I think that could be French too. And that, that's fine. You can make fun of them all you want. All right. Take uh, that. We'll see you one of these weeks. Who knows when you're hearing this? Yep. Take that future. For, for our foreign correspondent, it's Pete and Brian. Out. <laughs>